Hi, I'm Colin Sean, CEO of Copper Tree Solutions. And today I'm here with Matthew Hutchinson, our VCIO. And today we're going to be sharing a case study from one of our manufacturing clients. So Matthew, today we're doing a case study on one of our manufacturing clients. Tell us a little bit about the organization. Just give us the overview of who they are and what they're all about. Sure, Colin. Um, the organization I chose for this case study manufactures uh, motorhomes. They purchase empty uh, vans and strip, reconfigure, and produce. The end product is a motorhome that they produced. They came out of bankruptcy and we're basically starting the business again when we first engaged. What size of organization are they? There's roughly 200 employees, about 50 in the office and, and about 150 in manufacturing. Quite a journey from start to finish. So that, that number climbs every month. So they're growing steadily as, as they uh, get back on their feet again. What were the problems that they were trying to solve when they reached out to us initially? Well, I, I chose this example because it, it's, it's one of the most interesting projects we've worked on in the last two and a half years, Colin. They came out of bankruptcy, and when they first contacted us, our, our initial engagement was moving a server stack from their old building into a brand new building, which was an emergency one-week setup. In other words, move my network to a new location, which was one of the more interesting starts of an engagement. Um, I think you'll agree that we've ever had. That first sort of two weeks were getting the system working and getting to the point where people could log in. And then the adventure really took off from there. But that's how it began. And what were they needing from us when like, so obviously we came in and we did the move that was part of the engagement. And then we continued on from there. What were they looking for as the, as the bigger picture? As we started to uncover the uh, the layers, so to speak, we discovered several really, really glaring areas where we felt they needed to make significant improvements and, and where we worked in conjunction with them. Initially, some of the issues were on the network side, particularly, they moved hardware from an old location. They, they didn't know usernames and passwords for key pieces of equipment. They couldn't get us into certain pieces of technology. They had roughly three to five times more hardware than they actually needed. They were amalgamating from three locations down into one. When they went into bankruptcy, they had roughly a thousand employees and an IT team of 12 people. Um, and then they moved down to basically a startup, an empty, very large building. A lot of inherent staff knowledge as to how things work, but really, really poor tools. So once we got to the point where people could log in, it became pretty evident to me in my first few meetings with some of the executives there, the CFO and the CEO, that the systems they were using for the last 15, 20 years prior to bankruptcy were, were so antiquated and so ancient that they none of them were really carry forward. The, the interesting part about that engagement there was we need to we need to start the business and operate the business with very ancient hardware. There was really initially in that first year not much change that could go on because they were trying to get back into production. Um, they were funded by a French firm, and obviously the um, you know our feet were all held to the fire to say how quickly can we get to be a functioning business where we can start to produce product and generate some revenue and start to get some returns. So. That first year was really about stabilizing what they have and, and, and me spending quite a bit of time saying uh, to executives, none of the systems you currently use are go forward. So there were some very old DOS-based ERP systems that um, we're only just retiring now, two years later, as a matter of fact, because it, it's been quite a journey, that they needed to make serious changes to how that business operated. And some of the suggestions we recommended very early on, that obviously they've since adapted and are, and are working on, but replacing some very antiquated ERP systems with Microsoft Dynamics 365, 
And really just understanding how to rebuild that business was quite a challenge. Uh, things like their inventory, you can imagine how many parts there are in a motorhome. Their inventory was an Excel spreadsheet that they emailed to each other and people would just update the numbers on the spreadsheet and then pass it down the chain. So it's quite a transition from no inventory management system, no tr material tracking through the warehouse systems, really no visibility from a management perspective on what's happening in the production process. So a lot of the advice that Copper Tree gave, they've obviously followed up on, and they're in a very different position now uh, after the work we did. Because they were coming out of bankruptcy, uh, we had to prioritize very carefully what work we did. So we started on the security piece. If we don't have a secure network and uh, we're uh, susceptible to ransomware or other malicious activity, the rest of it really needed to follow securing the system, getting it as safe as we can make it, and then working on what is the best way to build a motorhome? What is the best way to track inventory, to receive goods, to know workflows? And we created in the last two and a half years, obviously in conjunction with other partners, a process that works, a process that is producing, you know, empty vans come in one end of the building and finished to be purchased motorhomes go at the other end of the building. And the transformation is, is very, very dramatic. In that process, we went through three CFOs and we sort of had to restart again each time we went through that to a certain extent. But the changes we recommended for a lot of other manufacturers brought them up to speed with where everyone else is. But a lot of the staff in this organization had been there for 15, 20 years. And they tended to cling to a certain extent to the way we used to do it in the old days, so to speak. And, you know, a 20-year-old application was good enough for the last 20 years but it won't function from a security perspective or, or even from a, from a uh, management perspective. It won't function in the new environment that they're in. Uh, they went from 800 employees or 900 employees down to 200 that they're at now. And that was, a, that was a growth from three people in an empty building, which is where we started, to 200 employees producing product and having a far better understanding of where they are, uh, what things cost, and what production looks like uh, from their perspective. Fairly transformative process and experience. They went from um, almost, it was a very large organization, scaled back to basically shut down for a while, almost went through a startup stage again, and now they're they're back in, in full production and they're continuing to, to grow their capabilities as they go into the future. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was one of the specific example because they really needed to utilize every facet of our expertise. So um, our technical expertise was tested with the unusual circumstances at the beginning of merging different hardware components into one network, uh, determining what was a go forward piece of equipment and what was not. So it was very much a technical challenge for our technical team. And also for myself in the VCIO role, you know, very, very interesting in, in deciding and giving advice on what do we do next? Like, what is the next best thing to do with the time and resources we have in the next six month period and work forward? So once we secured the environment, the challenge really was we have limited resources because it's a startup. And obviously when you're not generating revenue, costs become acute and relying on it, on the advice that we provided in, in what is the next step in the road to where we are now. Um, and it's been two and a half year, almost two and a half years now, and we've come an awful long way. And a very interesting, unique challenge, and it taxed every part of our of our organization's skill set, I think. And I think we've done very, very well with that. It's kind of a classic example of um, really leveraging what we like to do, which is uh, utilize technology to deliver business outcomes. It's not about it's not really about the technology. It's about how do we deliver whatever the the client is trying to deliver, and how do we 
do that better by leveraging technology. I get pretty excited when I when I hear stories of organizations that are going through that transformational process and really figuring out ways to be more efficient and and deliver their services better by leveraging technology. And that's what that's really what we're all about as an organization and that's what gets me excited. Yeah, me too, Colin. Exactly. I mean, the, the first significant conversation was not about IT once we'd got the network up and going. The first significant conversation I had started with literally the phrase, all right, how do we build motorhomes? Because that's where we started. How do we get them in the door? How do we know what's here? How do we market these things? How do we control warranties? How do we deal with a dealer network? How do we communicate with a dealer network? Every single facet of that business, really, we needed to rethink from start to finish. It was a sound product. It's a very well-known product. There's nothing wrong with the business model. Suffered for some poor management, obviously, early on, and, and quite a bit of bloat as well. You have to learn from these lessons, right? And the management team certainly did learn from those lessons and relied on us for what's the best thing to do now. I have this much money, and I want to move the cart forward as fast as possible. And that's really where our expertise came into play there in giving business leaders sound advice. They could concentrate on, on building the business from the ground up without having to concern themselves with, you know, are we going down a path we might regret later on? So we gave them surety that the major steps we've been taking, and we're on our fourth major step in two years, are the right steps to go in. And they benefited a great deal from that. I think it's pretty clear that the organizations that figure out how to leverage technology are the ones that are that are being successful in today's market. And we've seen that particularly in the last couple of years, organizations are leaning in and really, really using technology. Some people are realizing for the first time just how dependent they really are. It's making them figure out ways to do more and you know, looking looking at their technology stacks and saying, how could are we leveraging this to its fullest extent? Whereas there are other things that we could be doing and and ways that we could be streamlining communication or automating processes, um, whatever the case might be. I think it's it's pretty clear that the organizations that figure that out are the ones that are successful in the long run. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, the most important tool that executives need to run a business is visibility on the data. So you need to understand what's happening around you. Um, when we started with this client, simple questions like, how long does it take to build this thing? Relied on, well, someone down the hallway has been doing it for 12 years, so he has an idea how long this phase takes and someone else has an idea how long that phase takes. But leveraging technology in a manufacturing environment is not a complicated process. What it gives you is surety that the assumptions you're making when you make key financial decisions are based on fact. It takes exactly 12 minutes to install the rear seats. We project we will need 2,480 wheels in the next year. We think our production rate, now that we know how long it takes to produce a single unit, and we understand what our demand is from our sales channel, we can start to look at things like, well, how many wheels do I need to order today so that I keep my production flow steady and I don't just have a warehouse full of wheels and I hope in five years I'll go through them. So the most important thing IT delivers business leaders is surety that the numbers they're using to make decisions are accurate and that they are available. And oftentimes the challenge is for leaders is explaining to them there's technology that's simple to use, that's easy to implement, that will provide that information without an enormous investment. 
Um, we looked at several ways of understanding where the product was through the production phase and landed on a simple solution of sticking a, a QR code on the top of the of the vehicle and then having cameras mounted in the building at certain spots. So when the, you know, the vehicle is literally driven from one manufacturing phase to another, the camera simply reads a QR code and says, I've left station one and now I'm station two and I'm station three. So it's a simple technology. It's dead stock reliable. It doesn't rely on any human error. The van must be driven from location A to location B to have its dashboard installed or its shower installed, for example. And we didn't even have to rely on a person remembering to push a start button or a stop button. You know, the camera idea was really good in order to provide that data surety, eliminate any human error that could be in there. And it's such a simple solution, but unless you've got a trusted advisor to say, hey, there's a better way, there's a cheaper way, there's a faster way, you know, oftentimes companies, they don't have the resources, especially in this scenario, to spend six months determining the best way of knowing that. They rely on someone to say, all right, we need to get from nowhere to somewhere very, very quickly. And they just have to rely on the experience of their of their managed service provider to, to, to give them that advice. Thanks for that, Matthew. Just one example of an organization that we've been able to help. If your organization is, is having some challenges or looking for ways to better leverage technology, please reach out and we'd be happy to we'd be happy to chat. Thanks for joining me today as we talk about a case study from one of our manufacturing clients. To learn more, please visit our website at coppertreesolutions.ca.